Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, invites you to be the informed patient with the podcast that features experts from Central New York's only academic medical center. I'm your host, Amber Smith. Upstate has implemented a new model of care for older patients with hip fractures designed to help them heal more quickly. Here to explain the American Geriatric Society's OrthoCoCare program is Dr. Sharon Brangman and Nurse Leah Fiske. Dr. Brangman is chair of Upstate's Department of Geriatrics and a past president of the American Geriatrics Society, and Ms. Fiske is the interim orthopedic program manager. Welcome to the informed patient, both of you. Thanks for inviting us. Ms. Fiske, can you first explain how common hip fractures are in people over age 65? According to the CDC, about uh, 300,000 adults aged 65 and older are hospitalized for hip fractures. More than 95% of hip fractures are caused by falling. So this is pretty common and a most serious fall injury is a broken hip. Actually, women experience three quarters of the hip fractures. Women fall more often than men and women more often have osteoporosis, a disease that weakens bones and makes them more likely to break. So the chances of breaking your hip go up as you get older. And Dr. Brangman, older people being more susceptible, does that mean that fractures in someone who is older than 65 are inherently different and have to be managed differently than a fracture in a younger person? So the fracture itself needs to be managed based on their amount of osteoporosis and how the break occurred. Where it broke, there's all different areas of the hip bone that could actually break. But in general, what we try to do is look at the other medical problems that might be going on with the person. So after the age of 65 and into our 70s and 80s, we generally have other chronic medical problems that are going on, and we're often taking a lot of medications. And all of these can have an impact when you're in the hospital and you're getting pain medicines or other treatments. So we want to make sure that when people start to have a long list of medical problems and medications and they have a hip fracture, that we keep all of this in mind while we're taking care of them. So is recovery necessarily going to take longer for someone who's older? Because maybe they do have other medical things going on. Well, it can vary depending on the person. So if they have severe thinning of their bones, if they have problems with their memory like dementia and maybe can't follow instructions, they may have a different recovery than someone who is healthier and has a simple fracture. So our team is trained to take care of people, whether their fracture is simple or more complex. Ms. Fiske, I was going to ask, with seniors with fractured hips, do they require surgeons that have expertise in handling more complicated fractures? Well, our surgeons here upstate are fellowship trained, so that means that they received extra training to take care of these types of fractures in dealing with the older adult. So yes, I would say that our surgeons here at Upstate Hospital have the expertise to deal with these fractures. And combined with our multidisciplinary team with the OrthoCoCare program, it makes a great program to take the best care of our older adult population. So what we've really done is combine geriatric care 
with excellent orthopedic care so that we can get the best outcome for our patients. And so that's where the name co-care comes from because you're cooperating. But what can you tell us about when this program was developed and what the overall goal is? Well, the program started by some of my colleagues at the University of Rochester many years ago, and it was so successful that in about 2017 or so, the American Geriatric Society stepped in and helped to make it a national model. So there are now many hospitals across the country that have used the American Geriatric Society's template, so to speak, to help set up this system in various hospitals across the country. And what they found is that when you have a team working together, each with their own expertise, we can take better care of the patient. So we get them to the operating room quicker. We control their pain better. We get them out of bed and into rehab quicker because our goal is to get them back to their previous level of functioning. And you said it's been implemented in other hospitals in other cities and states. It must be going well or it wouldn't have been replicated so many places. So it has been shown to be an excellent program. It's based on evidence and data. So we have the information to back it up, to know that it helps to reduce the amount of time a person stays in the hospital. It reduces their likelihood of coming back to the hospital with a complication and it reduces the potential complications that can occur when you have somebody come in and they're on many medications. We can reduce their delirium. Delirium is an acute confusional state that an older person can get when they're under stress in the hospital. And our team has special expertise to help reduce that risk of delirium because when you have delirium, you end up staying in the hospital longer. So we have an expert team that can look at all aspects of this person's care so that we're not just fixing their hip, we're also trying to optimize their health and get them back to where they were as soon as possible. A lot of people who have fractured a hip have other injuries from that fall, right? You've got to deal with concussion or whatever the other things are. We're not going to take care of people who have the more complicated traumas. So if they've had a head injury or say a spinal fracture or, and a hip fracture, they're going to go to the trauma service because that's a different kind of care. But if you have a simple fall with a hip fracture, then we're going to take care of you. Do seniors with other kinds of fractures qualify for this program? Not at this time. Although in models across the country, they have looked at other fractures, but right now we're starting out with hips because hips are the ones that can change an older person's lifestyle so significantly. Other programs have expanded their co-care to all levels of surgical support for general surgery, for vascular surgery, for trauma surgery. That could be something that we look at down the line, but right now we're focusing on hip fractures. We want to get this program going and help older people who have hip fractures in central New York have the best outcome possible. This is Upstate's The Informed Patient podcast. I'm your host, Amber Smith. I'm talking with nurse Leah Fiske and Dr. Sharon Brangman. Ms. Fiske is the interim orthopedics program manager at Upstate, and Dr. Brangman is the chief of geriatrics. 
And we're talking about a new program from the American Geriatric Society that's designed for seniors with hip fractures called OrthoCoCare. Ms. Fiske, how does OrthoCoCare work from the patient's point of view? I want to ask if you can walk us through what happens if someone falls and fractures their hip. So when they do come to our hospital, like Dr. Bregman was mentioning, our key goals is standardized care for the older adult. So we provide very patient-centered care, taking the patient as a whole. We use evidence-based practice and the current clinical practice guidelines so that the patient has the best outcome. So with that, our work included standardizing order sets, our notes, staff education to allow us to provide standardized, high-quality care for the patient when they come in through the emergency room or direct admission. What we really did was look at them from the minute they get the emergency department. So our emergency department team is aware of them. The operating group is aware of their needs. The hospitalists, which are the doctors that manage care in the hospital, are part of our team. Our physical therapists, our pharmacists. We have pain experts who are going to be involved so that every piece of care that's needed when you have a hip fracture is being addressed. Now, can they come to either emergency department, either at the community campus or downtown? Is that right? Yes, both downtown and community. And is this the type of injury that's going to require x-rays for a diagnosis? Yes. And are there any other tests that would be done? And, and is surgery always recommended for a hip fracture? No, not always. It's dependent. So the orthopedic surgeons will look at the x-rays and make a determination and also speak with the family and go from there, make a treatment plan. Now, without getting too involved in this, in terms of the surgery, is it a replacement of the hip or are they able to insert pins or how is it done typically? Both. It could be a replacement. It could be pins. So it just depends on where the break is in the hip. Well, can you talk to me about what recovery is typically like and what you would hope to see in patients after the surgery is finished? Normally, recovery is somebody is watched to see how their pain is, and then they may be walked around the unit if they can bear weight so we can see how they move, and then a physical therapist would evaluate them at that point, and then a decision would be made. Do they need to go to a rehabilitation center, or can they go home? It really depends on the person. But it sounds like they're out of bed relatively soon after the surgery, and that's got to be a huge change from what it used to be. We found out that bed rest is really not as good for us as we think. So our goal is to get people out of bed. There's an old saying, bed rest is good if you're dying. But you really want to get out of bed if you're older. Because staying in bed and not moving actually causes more harm than good. And not just to your hip but to your lungs and your heart and the way your blood pressure responds. So we want to make sure that people are getting out of bed. We want to make sure they don't have any catheters or IV lines and that they're eating a good diet and that we have a physical therapist who evaluates them to see how well they're moving and what would be the next best step for them in their recovery. 
Are there things in particular that need to be looked out for during the healing after a hip fracture, things that might warrant a return to the hospital or a call to the doctor at least? There would be signs of infection, fevers, chills, bleeding, new pain, new extreme pain, loss of feeling or numbness, swelling. Anything else, Dr. Bregman, to add? Shortness of breath. After a hip fracture, you may have an increased risk of getting a blood clot. So we want to make sure that you're on the right medications to reduce that risk. But if anybody was to get any chest pain or problems breathing, we would certainly want them to come back to the hospital. What advice do you have for family and friends if a loved one has had a hip fracture? I'm wondering what they can do to help while the person's in the hospital. Well, I think it's just good support to make sure that their needs are being met in the hospital and to give input on the best place for them to get their rehabilitation. I think it would be important to know the reason for the fall so that we could look back and prevent any future falls. There's a lot of reasons why people fall as they get older. There are normal changes that happen with our gait and balance as we get older, and then you can add medications and certain medical problems. But most of the time, falls are due to accidents that can often be prevented. So we want to make sure that if somebody had a fall, that we talk about future fall prevention. Make sure there's no clutter in the house and that no one's climbing on a ladder and they're wearing the right footwear so that they get the right support on their feet. And we do a medication review to see if there's any medications that can make someone more prone to falls. So the next step is after the fall and somebody has recovered, we want to reduce the chances of them falling again. If someone over the age of 65 arrives with a broken hip, are they automatically enrolled in this orthococare program or do they have to ask about it? They're automatically enrolled into the program. That makes it easy. Well, I want to thank both of you for taking time to explain this to us. We're really excited about this program and we're so glad to be offering it to older adults in our area. Very happy. My guests have been Leah Fiske. She's a nurse and clinical lead for the Ortho Co-Care Program and the Interim Orthopedic Program Manager, and Dr. Sharon Brangman. She's the Chief of Geriatrics at Upstate. The Informed Patient is a podcast covering health, science, and medicine brought to you by Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, and produced by Jim Howe. Find our archive of previous episodes at upstate.edu informed. This is your host, Amber Smith, thanking you for listening.